0: Welcome to the Empowered Eating and Living Podcast, where we dive into your inner world to explore all of the psychological, emotional, energetic, and spiritual components that may be influencing your struggle with food and eating. I'm your host, Sarah Emily Spears, a trained psychotherapist and energy worker who recovered from my own eating disorder, and now I help women just like you do the inner work to address the real issues keeping you stuck in your problematic eating patterns because I assure you, your problem with food is about way more than food. So join me and guest experts as we discuss the psychology of eating and healing and empower you with tangible steps you can take today to begin to improve your relationship with food and yourself from a place of true nourishment and care. Hello, my friend, how are you? Thanksgiving Day is quickly approaching. And so in honor of the day of giving thanks, we're going to talk about gratitude and a few of my favorite gratitude practices that you can use to support yourself in cultivating an attitude of gratitude towards your body, towards your life, towards your healing journey, fill in the blank. I know today I was reflecting myself on all of the things in my life that I feel grateful for, that I tend to take for granted And I think the biggest one is our freedoms here in this country. As I observe what's going on around the world, such as in Ukraine and Iran, I'm just struck by how fortunate we are that we have the freedom to go outside into public and wear whatever we want to wear, the freedom to love who we want to love, to do the jobs that we want to do, the freedom I get to even speak to you now and essentially create media. It's something that because we grew up in this country and this is just what we've been exposed to, it's something we can easily take for granted. And that's why gratitude practices are so important because I know when you're on your journey, struggling with food and eating in your body, that it's so easy to be consumed by that topic to have your mind consumed with thoughts about food, to have your mind consumed with thoughts about your body. And often our body, um, sorry, often our brain's default thinking patterns can be to look for things to criticize, to look for problems and things that aren't going well and to create stress for us because, you know, everything isn't exactly how we want it to be. And yet the reality is, in comparison to how the majority of people around the world live their lives, you are so fortunate. I am so fortunate. We are blessed beyond blessed. And this isn't to shame you for being consumed with thoughts about food and eating. It's understandable that that happens, and I fully honor what a struggle that can be and the suffering that can contribute to for you. And it's nice to have a little perspective shift from time to time, because if you're going down the rabbit hole and 80, 90% of your thoughts are consumed by thoughts around food and eating, then being able to put into practice some of these gratitude practices can really support you in shifting your mental focus and perspective and finding some things to give thanks for, because that alone shifts your energy, right? gratitude, appreciation. These are high frequency energies. And so these practices that I'm going to share with you, which sound maybe relatively simple, can actually be quite profound on the impact it has on you on an energetic and mental and emotional level, because it literally shifts the frequency So that if you're stuck in kind of being down in the dumps, stuck in negativity, feeling bad about yourself, unworthy, upset, you name it, then being able to do the gratitude practices can help to elevate your state of being. And from that place, it's easier to make empowered choices. From that place, it's easier to... Decide how you're going to support yourself or what you're going to put your energy into that's aligned with your values, that's aligned with love, and that's aligned with actually feeling good. So the first gratitude practice is what I call flipping the gratitude switch. And the way this works is quite simple. Anytime you become aware of your mental chatter, of your mind rattling off, all of the things that you're doing wrong, picking apart your body, obsessing about whether or not you should go get certain foods. The moment you catch your brain going in that downward spiral, you flip the gratitude switch and immediately, immediately go on a rampage of appreciation, listing out a minimum of 10 things that you are grateful for in that present moment. And if you open your eyes and look In front of you, you will easily identify 10 things to be grateful for. Just sitting here recording this podcast, I can look out the window and feel gratitude and give gratitude for the sky and the sun and the birds flying by. And then I'm becoming grateful for my eyeballs that actually work and let me see what's going on outside. And for my ears that can hear the breeze blowing by and for the curtains that are hanging And for the designers who somehow had the creative idea to create blackout curtains so that I can sleep at night. And for the manufacturer who produced them and for the shipping company who made sure they got to the store and to my house. Like once you start, usually it opens the floodgates and you can get really creative and there can be an endless list of things that you're grateful for. And the more that I list those things that I'm grateful for, and the more that you do it, the more you can begin to cultivate the emotional feeling of it, the felt sense of gratitude in your heart. So make sure that you drop from just listening in your mind to actually feeling it in your body. And that will really help with shifting your frequency. The second practice is a gratitude journal. Now, the gratitude journal is something that I recommend doing at the end of your day as an intentional practice to really reflect on your day and identify all the micro moments that were blessings or things that you could give thanks for because we tend to be in this hustle bustle energy. you know, We're so focused on the, the to-do list and the next thing we have to do and where we're going that we can become very mindless in the present moment and miss everything that's actually unfolding in the now. And so at the end of your day, you can either say out loud the things you're grateful for from your day, or you could write it down in a journal and go back in your mind to the start of your day and think about how your day unfolded and give thanks to all the moments. Give thanks to the person who let you cut in front of them in your carpool lane, right? Give thanks to the cashier who checked you out at the gas station as you were rushing out the door. Give thanks to the food that you ate, to the people that you interacted with, to the buildings that you went into, right? There's, again, a pretty endless list of things that you could give thanks for that you experienced throughout your day. And in doing this, it supports you in finding evidence of all the good things in your life. It supports you in starting to see the cup as half full rather than getting pulled into oftentimes our our mental habit of focusing or hyper-focusing on the one thing we perceive to be a problem or the things that we think aren't good enough yet or that need to get done, right? So this is about creating some balance within your day and within yourself and in your inner world, a space for gratitude to balance the space for problems, and complaining, and suffering. The third practice is body gratitude. Body gratitude is one of the most important skills that I've incorporated into my own healing journey. Even today, I spent this moment in a yoga class where I was overcome with gratitude and I realized it had been so long since the last time I had stopped to say thank you to my body and to really mean it right? A few months ago, I was experiencing some back pain, so it was pretty debilitating. I couldn't do any yoga. And today in the class, I realized, oh my gosh, I don't have any pain. And I was just filled with such gratitude that I could stretch and move my body again. I was struck by the amazing capacity of our bodies to heal themselves. Somehow my body had healed itself of the pain And had allowed me to recover to the point where I could be flexible and mobile again and move again. And I was left in awe at how miraculous our bodies are. Somehow, the trillions of cells in your body work together without you having to do a single thing. So that you can live. Not just live, so that you can thrive. So that you can move, see, listen, eat, sleep kiss, love. I mean, it's incredible what your body enables you to do. And yet, just like in our life, we tend to focus on the few parts of our body that we judge as not being good enough. And we judge it as not being good enough according to the images that we've been sold by society, right? The ways that we've been brainwashed and convinced that our body needs to look a certain way and that our weight and our shape and our appearance is the most important thing to strive for and that we are not going to be good enough or lovable or worthy unless our body looks a certain way. And that's just absolutely bogus, but most of us have bought into this as mattering and being the most important thing in our life. And because of this, we're so hyper focused on our flaws Typically on um, the weight, shape, cellulite, wrinkles, stretch marks, right? That's what we've been told is is bad. That's what has been villainized, even though these are normal, acceptable, neutral parts of our body. In most of our minds and in our culture, these have become things that we view as less than, that we view as flaws. And so for most women who I work with, and this was myself as well, when we look at our bodies or we look in the mirror, we don't see the miracle we see the flaws. We don't view it through the lens of gratitude. We view it through the lens of criticism and sometimes hatred. And that perspective, I mean, it impacts how your body actually feels energetically, right? The negative critical thoughts is releasing certain chemicals in the body and it weighs you down. And when you can shift into a a mindset of body gratitude and an attitude... An attitude of gratitude for everything your body does. Not just for everything your body does, but for the miracle that it is. It totally shifts your frequency. It creates a lightness of being around your body. And it allows you to feel like a friend who feels at home and cozy in her skin rather than at war with it. So I'm going to include a link to the body gratitude meditation that I have created that you can access for free. So if you're unsure how to practice having an attitude of gratitude towards your body, although it can be quite simple, right? Anytime you see your body. Anytime you're in the shower, anytime you're dressing it, looking at it in a mirror, you can give it some gratitude and thanks. But you can also spend 20 minutes going through this guided meditation that I've created so that you can go deeper into acknowledging all of the parts and pieces of your body and your body in its entirety and wholeness as well and really marinate in this new energy. Now, as you go through these practices, and I invite you to experiment with what it's like to do these practices on a daily basis and just notice how it impacts you. Notice what that's like. I also want to invite you to apply the same mindset to Thanksgiving Day itself. When we're in Thanksgiving, oftentimes the focus has become shifted onto food and it's all about the food. And reminding yourself about the The intention and meaning of this holiday can be valuable so that you can go into this celebration with your focus and perspective on how can I connect with the people in my life who matter to me most? How can I be present to the unfolding moments? As we gather around the table and the laughter, how can I be really in tune and listening to what this person's sharing and open my heart to connect with them, whether it's through a hug or through playing games or through watching football? And how can you receive a deep fulfillment and sense of gratitude for the experiences that you have on Thanksgiving Day and make that your primary focus and let food just be something that's there? It's an accompaniment. It's potentially in the background, but it doesn't have to be the main attraction of the day. So if you find that while you're there in Thanksgiving, you're getting consumed, right, by the the thoughts about food or your body, you can pause and either flip the gratitude switch or go do a gratitude journal. You could bring it with you and, and go into another room to just quickly do that to sort of interrupt the flow of the old thinking patterns and and realign yourself with what matters. I also want to invite you to consider one more thing, which I hear a lot of times with my clients. They often will tell me, you know, they'll spend 80% of their mental capacity on a daily basis, will be consumed with thoughts about food or eating or their body. And you could think right now, like how much of your mental capacity would you say is spent thinking about food and eating? You know, do you spend half of the day thinking about it? Are you at work? But instead of working, you're thinking about it. It's like on your mind constantly. Right. And people will tell me, if I could just stop thinking about food and ruminating about food It would free up so much mental space. And you're right, it would. It would be, I mean, if your brain is a hard drive, just like a computer, imagine deleting 80% of the storage on your computer. I mean, that would liberate so much space and energy. But what I ask is, and what would you do with that new space? What would you put your mind towards? What would now consume your thoughts? And usually when I ask that question, I'm met with silence, And blank stares. And they eventually say, I don't know. I never thought about that. And so that's what I want to leave you with is um, something to contemplate. Food for thought. If you stopped spending so much time thinking about food in your body and you freed up, liberated all of that mental energy to put towards something that matters to you, what would you choose to invest your thoughts in and your mind in? And I want to offer a few answers that I think, for me, are really a good place to start. The first is just in the present moment, right? Because usually our mind is consumed about the future, like, what am I going to eat in the future? Or the past, oh, I overeat in the past, right? We ruminate in one direction or the other, But we're missing out on what's unfolding in the present moment. And so always returning to the present and, of course, returning to gratitude in the present can be a good place to put that mental energy. But secondly, and perhaps even more importantly, sort of circling back to what I touched upon at the beginning around our freedoms and how we live in a country where we don't risk stepping outside our door and being killed or imprisoned because our hair is out or because we have a low-cut shirt on, right? These global issues, economical issues, social issues, environmental issues, the list goes on and on. These are things that many of us don't put much thought towards because we're too busy living our life and thinking about other things. And I almost wonder, it's like in some ways, our society, we're actually imprisoned ourselves, Because we've chosen to buy into this belief that what matters most is our body and our body image and eating perfectly. And as a result, it's kept us from being able to actually put our mind towards contemplating and thinking about the issues that truly matter. And one of the reasons why I feel so inspired to do this work is because I want to support women. I want to support you in liberating yourself from your own sort of mental prison that you're stuck in so that you can be free to put your energy into the things that truly matter to you so that you can serve and make a difference and contribute to a better earth because You are not consumed and stuck in these old thinking patterns and eating patterns that prevent you from living a full life, that maybe prevent you from living your dharma or your soul purpose. And that might be just being a mother. (laughs) Let me take away the word just, not just. That is one of the most important roles. So you know what you put your energy into, maybe being more present and attuned to being with your children, and that's what matters most to you. And that is still a beautiful way to be of service in this world. And maybe you're looking for ways that you can make a bigger impact in this world. And you never ever would have been able to put your energy into doing those things if you didn't free yourself from the mental constraints around food and eating. So with that, I want you to think about in addition to practicing these gratitude practices, moving forward, like what really matters to you? What are you committed to investing your time, putting your mental energy towards? And when you catch yourself being consumed by the old thought patterns, can you redirect? And you can. It takes a little bit of practice, but you can redirect your attention and put it and direct it towards what matters to you. And so you just have to decide what it is that matters to you. What it is that is the most important thing to you in this moment, what you're committed to learning about or committed to serving and do that. Because if we do that, we will radically shift the way things are in this world. We will heal this planet together and it doesn't have to be big, crazy um, acts of revolution that are going to get us there. It starts with the revolution within yourself by saying, I am no longer going to buy into the conditioning and the brainwashing that has kept me stuck. I free myself. And with that, I say, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you for saying yes to your healing journey. Thank you for having the courage to show up for yourself and no longer tolerate the old ways of being that don't serve you and that don't serve others and this world. I deeply, deeply appreciate you and say thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Empowered Eating and Living Podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to follow the show so you don't miss future episodes. And if you loved it, then please share this episode on your social media or send it to loved ones who may benefit from listening too.